Hello, my dear friends. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Corner. And today we are going to talk about all the awkward moments that I had in my whole short life、uh, when I was learning English. So I hope that will give you a little bit confidence when it comes to speaking English. And I also hope you like it. But if you don't, well, too bad for you, because I'm still gonna go ahead and talk about it. He said, "Well, I had it enough. I'm just gonna leave you here." Okay. Anyway, so you still got me.、Uh, not too bad.、Uh, the reason I want to talk about this、uh, topic, or it's not even a topic, it's just my learning story, is I want to give you. Confidence. I think confidence is very important, especially when it comes to、uh, using another language. So, when you have the confidence, then all of a sudden, all the problems are not problems anymore, and mistakes are not that important anymore. So that's why I hope this will be a little bit inspiring for you. And let's get started. So when I started learning English, it's、uh, to be quite honest, it's full of downs and downs.、Uh, Apps, I、uh, occasionally maybe, but seriously, all downs. So, I, I had a job before I came to Canada. I was working at a like study abroad agency kind of thing, like that's called a study、uh, abroad center. So basically, I was doing all the paperwork for students who wanted to apply for、uh, universities in another countries.、Um, So I was doing translation. I was contacting schools, and what I hate the most was calling the schools because sometimes they just didn't respond to your emails. So, what are you gonna do? You gotta call them, right? And then my English was so bad <laughs> that when when I called when I called an Australian university, and then the person, the registrar, said, "Hi, how are you?" with with a very strong Australian accent, and then my first reaction was like, "Fine, thank you." And you, I actually before that I actually laughed at people who said that, but now it was me. It was like a built-in default.、Um, I just could not help, so I said that to the person I I could. Here she was giggling there, and I felt even more awkward because I know I made a very common Chinese mistake. Anyway, and then she was asking me about my student's date of birth, but because you know when when at least when I learned English, it was all like very standard、uh, pronunciation or accent. So I've never had anyone who speak with Australian accent. That was really new to me, brand new. So when she says something like a date of birth. Or something like that. I just could not figure out what she was saying. She was asking, "I'm like, what and why?" <laughs> and I said, "Can you say that again? Can you say that again?" Da 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 da. I said many times, and I still couldn't get it. And then finally, she kind of gave up, and she just asked, "Well, were you born?" I was ah, okay, it's a year, but it was, it was, it wasn't bad. It's just because of my personality, I. Don't like making mistakes. I'm sure some of you are the same too, especially when you are doing that in public or in front of other other people. So you always want to be kind of perfect, right? So after that, I was really practicing my listening.、Um, 
a lot, but then I had to do a lot of phone calls with those universities. My speaking wasn't at that level to actually uh, make me communicate with them. So I was doing listening first. So you got to understand them first, right? A lot of a lot of listenings. I was just listening to. I think it, back then it was BBC Learning English. They have. They had a like they had a series of short conversations like one guy and one girl. They're talking about daily stuff, uh, in a very slow, not very slow. It's like a relatively slow uh, speed. Uh, very simple, three to five minutes. I listened to one conversation for like a two to three weeks. I only listened to that one conversation for a few weeks, and until I actually could memorize the whole conversation, then I move on to the second one. After that, I actually really felt a lot of improvement there. So. That helped me a lot. At least I know there's a you know my problem could be fixed. It's better than like I can never fix the problem, right? So then, um, then I, back then I was preparing for a like the tests for master programs, right? In in China, uh, I well I failed, I failed uh, dramatically. I would just say that um, it was terrible. I failed three two two times three times. Ah. It really destroyed my confidence. I felt like maybe I wasn't capable. Maybe I wasn't good enough to do a master or something like that. Well, I lost confidence. Tell tell me about it. And then somehow this opportunity came up. That's why I said to many of my friends, never give up because you never know what's waiting for you uh, in front of you in the future. And you you get what you need and you get what you're hoping for. And maybe that's the one for you, right? That's why you fail here, and then because there is another opportunity that is right for you, and waiting for you. So anyway, so I failed that, and then I went to take、uh, IELTS test at twice in China. I failed. I think I got six and six point five. I just lost all the confidence in English. I thought I was good. By the way, I studied English education. That was my major. And I failed epically, so go for me. Anyway, so I applied for Western University, my university here. They said no,、nope. and not only they said no,、nope, they said no three times. And then I started my ESL learning when I came to Canada because you know nothing I could do. So I had to. I really had to admit that my English wasn't that good. So I started my ESL here, and first a few weeks I was like, "Are you guys even speaking English? That's totally different English from what I've learned." <laughs> I don't understand you. I don't know what to say, and stop asking questions.、Uh, in class, when the teachers ask questions, I always had a moment that I need to. Translate their questions in Chinese and understand the question, and then find the answers to the questions, and then translate my answers to English, and then get myself ready to speak with no mistakes. Quite a process, right? So, well, as you probably can guess,、um, I never got my answers out because it was too slow, and they already moved on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that's in class, but I think I was very lucky because when I came to Canada, there were not many Chinese people in my class. I think I was the only one, and then I had one classmate. He 
he, his Mandarin wasn't good. <laughs> he could only speak、uh, Cantonese and tried to speak Mandarin with me. I was like, I, well, I'd rather you speak English with me because I really can't understand you. Anyway, I love him. I, I, we, I, we still sometimes chat.、Mm, so they, that really pushed me a lot、uh, about learning another language or speaking English. But after school, it's a totally whole different situation. Right at school, you will think you understand everything. You can talk, you can chat with your friends, da 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 da. But the thing is, once you are outside, you are in real life. Nah, it almost sounds like they're not speaking English. So I go to.、Um, I went to KFC because that's the only thing I could think of、uh, that be easier for me to order things because. At least I know KFC, so I got to KFC and I saw the menu on the on the you know wall there, and I said I want number two because I just didn't know what the name was. I said I want number two, and they were like, "Sure, you want combo or just sandwich?" Ah,、uh, in a very fast speed, okay, combo and sandwich, sandwich, and I was like, "What?" and <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Which one would you like? So I would ask the question back to him. I said, "Which one would you like?" And then he was like, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" I'm like,、oh, "I would like combo because it would save money and you get drinks and fries." And then I understand. Ah, combo is the whole meal with other things. Only sandwich is you only get the sandwich. Okay. Problem number one solved. Problem number two is they ask you crispy or grill. What? Huh? They he asked me so many times, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But which one would you like to order? And he looked at me like, this person totally has something going on. Yeah, right. So、uh, he said, Oh, I like crispy. She was, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll take crispy. <laughs> it turned out crispy is a fried chicken. Uh, with the batter, right? So it's crunchy outside. It's crispy. Grilled is like you put the、uh, patties on,、uh, or chicken or、uh, beef on、um, barbecue kind of thing. Grill, right? So you have that kind. So at least I got something I wanted. It wasn't too bad, but that was my first experience of ordering food in a restaurant.、Uh, after that. I came back home. I downloaded all the KFC menus and McDonald's and uh, and uh, what else? Subway, yeah. So I studied their menus. I just I don't I don't like make mistakes. I still don't like making mistakes now.、Uh, back then, even more. I just wanted to get everything straight, and so I did not. Then I I wouldn't. Embarrass myself, right? So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I studied. Da da da. The problem is, it doesn't matter how much you said. You you're still gonna be like, you ask a totally different question that is totally out of my knowledge. How am I supposed to answer you? So you have that a lot. I still have that kind of moments a lot. And then I went to Subway. I said, "Well, you know, how difficult would that be?" And of course, it is. Yeah, pretty difficult. So because you have all the items in front of you, so all you could see is this, 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 and they don't have labels. It's not like you can read labels and tell them I want spinach or、uh, bell pepper or something like that. Because you have to say bell pepper or chili pepper. 
how am I supposed to know? Right? So I said this, 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 and they were like, okay, which one? Was it this one? This one is which one? Just, just right, right, right here. This one, one, two, three, number three, three, right? Okay, so we got that item right. And then you got another question: What sauce do you want? And I'm like, ah, uh, ah. Mm, uh, so I was trying to figure out the sauce. They have labels on the sauce, but you know, I wear glasses and I really can't see much. Or see clearly, so I was trying to figure. Ah, uh, uh, oh, I know that barbecue sauce. <laughs> and they'll ask you, how much would you like? <sighs> Why do you have so many questions? So, anyway, uh, my way to learn how to order uh, food at Subway was a little bit creepy back then because I was trying to. Hear what other people say there, right? So I would stand way back uh, and get really close to the person in front of me. And when they order, I would just listen to them what items that they would say.、Uh, and I would really like spinach, 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 spinach. And when it's my turn, I was like spinach, because I need to get the word out as soon as possible. Otherwise, I will just forget how to say it. So that's how I learned at Subway. And then another thing is Starbucks.、Uh, I've never had. I had never had Starbucks before I came to Canada. Zero experience about coffee, so I didn't know what was going on there. So my friend、uh, took me to Starbucks and ordered coffee, and I was like, I have no idea what to order and what they would taste like. And then she said,、oh, I like black coffee. I was like, sure. And then. I learned okay, black coffee simple. So I went to Starbucks. I said, "I want black coffee." And they said, "What kind?" N- nobody told me there are many kinds of black coffee.、Mm, huh? So, so I'm like, "Well, huh? Um, uh, what what kind would you like to order?" So that's my favorite question to ask. So, what kind would you like to order, or what is your recommendation?、Uh, something like that. So they always look at me like something wrong with me. Well, at least as long as I can get my order, so I don't care what you think. And plus, if I leave, and you will never remember me, so who cares? So I did that, and then she she gave me something I didn't catch it, and then then she asked me another question, something like,、uh, "Do you need a room?" Uh yeah, I'll I'll sit there. Yeah. Hmm. And he gave me a look. I didn't figure that out until later. So let me explain to you. Black coffee. There's americano and black coffee, and black coffee. There's blonde, medium roast, and dark roast. How am I supposed to know what? Okay, so that's the first question. Second question: Do you need room? They don't ask you if you want a room to sit down and enjoy your glorious coffee. They ask you if you want a room for your coffee, so you can add a little bit of milk,、uh, cream, or other things. I've never learned this in a textbook. How am I supposed to know? You learn it in a hard way. <laughs> so anyway, that was awkward, and then. Another story was when my homestay took me to a restaurant. I think that was my birthday. I had a really terrible meal that I've never wanted to have that again. So we got there. Of course, I didn't understand the menu. They had, you know, they don't have pictures. It's not like 
our uh, Chinese menus, you have all the pictures, you read them, and you look at them, you're like, I understand what that is. Nah. They have English names in capital letters, all capital letters, you know, I was like, okay. And then I think pasta is something would be safe. Okay, so I ordered pasta, but they have millions of types of pasta. Then I said, oh, Alfredo sounds good. So I'll order Alfredo. So I order main course. When you order main course, they'll ask you what site you want. So this lady came to me and asked me, what site do you want? I said, I want small. And they said, well, we don't have small. I want medium. We don't have medium. Fine, I'll have large. Ha, uh, we don't have size. Huh? But you, but, uh, so I didn't ask her, but you asked me size. But back then I wasn't confident enough to ask her what was going on. And I didn't even have the confidence to ask her to repeat. So she said, oh, okay, so what size do you want? Was, Why are you asking me again? You said you don't have small. And I said, I want a small. I said, we don't have small. So, okay. Uh, so whatever you have, uh, I'll take the size. Okay, so what size do you want? And I ask my very classic question, oh, what would you recommend? And she said, well, normally I would order a salad, especially garden salad. It will go really well with Alfredo sauce. That is not size. <laughs> yeah, that is not size. That is side, S-I-D-E, side, right? The small dish. I don't like white sauce pasta. Okay, it's it's gross. I personally don't like it. So anyway, I've never had Alfredo since then. Side. What side do you want? Not what size do you want? Yeah, I learned that. And I really learned that. It's carved in my brain. Okay, so good job. Those are the funny moments I had when I was learning English but now when I look at those moments I'm like it's really funny and I can tell my stories to anyone many many times I still think it's very very funny as an English learner but now I don't think it's embarrassing I think it's funny because hey we're, we're learners we're learning another language and we're using it and this is not our native language we're awesome okay if we make mistakes of course because this is not my native language. Can you can you speak Chinese perfectly? Can you use Chinese perfectly? Uh, if you can't, then stop judging me, right? So that's what I learned from those awkward moments. And of course, and I think I said this before, um, in the previous video is about a word that I used to uh, used for hockey and I made mistake. I thought they were saying some bad word, but and I actually responded in the bad word and I thought oh that was so cool and yeah I never went back to the store by the way it was too too awkward to go back and I don't want anyone to remember that moment those are my learning stories so why am I talking about those learning stories uh, as I said in the beginning of this uh, video is I want you to believe anyone can learn a language and anyone as long as you know how to learn and you put time you put effort there you get better 
right? It's not like you look at this person. She's really good. I want to be her, and I'll be her tomorrow. Ah,、uh, that's not how that works. It takes time, right? Like learning is a lifelong process. You have to constantly learn. If you don't learn, you go back. That's adult reality, right? If you're a kid, so if, let's say if you came to Canada at like before 14 years of age, and then that will become almost like your another native language. But if you came here late as an adult. You're learning new things, like using a tool. If you don't use it, you get rusty. If you don't speak language, if you don't speak,、uh, practice the language, you get rusty. Same thing to me. It's not, and this is why I'm recording myself here because I want to practice. The funny thing is, when I went back to China for three, four weeks, I came back and my colleague said, "Your English sounds sounds really rusty now. Like it only took me four weeks to." Went back to a Chinese level, right? So you got to constantly practice. And I've seen a lot of people、uh, commenting on my videos, and I really, really appreciate. I love comments, and I love responding to comments.、Uh, that's just my personal hobby. <laughs>、uh, say, well, you know, talk, mistakes, da, 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 da. You know why? I was the same. Because we were, we are still constantly being judged by other people.、Uh, even making this video,、uh, I had to really give myself prep talk, saying that you are okay,、uh, you'll be fine, and people are gonna judge you because you put video out there for people to judge. So you should deal with that. And same thing when we talk, people are gonna judge you, and you can't control that. All you can do is, if you judge me because I'm really wrong. Or because my accent is really bad that you can't even understand me, or if I have pronunciation mistakes, that's good. You pointed out I learn, and next time I improve. Because those people who judge you, they'll never learn, they'll never improve because they spend all their time on judging people. And you can learn faster than them, and you can improve more than them because you are learning from them. And you fix your mistakes right away, and you learn that next time you won't make make the same mistakes. We're awesome people, okay? Be confident, do your thing.、Um, everyone has funny, awkward learning stories, I'm sure. And if you talk about yourself, I'm sure you have crazy stuff too. And I still remembered when I came here,、uh, I didn't know how to do makeup because I had to. Go to、um, like my language school's party, Christmas party, and then of course everyone would dress up that I never done before, and everyone would put a makeup on, which、I've, I had never ever done that before too. So my friend, my good friend,、uh, we we took Tiso class together. She's she's local. Ah,、uh, she's so pretty. So, but she's she's Canadian, huh? And she gave me a. Full makeup like this, and I'm like. After that, I know I have to learn by myself. I have to learn a lot of things by myself, but that is totally fine. I'll go learn. So I started my first YouTube tutorial watching experience. Now, like I'm doing that video, uh, with Michelle Fan. I don't know how many of you actually know her. She's kind of like a grandfather of beauty guru on uh YouTube. So. 
I started watching her videos about how to do makeup. But you know, uh, she had no subtitles, which is like my video. She had no subtitles. I had difficult time understanding her, trying to keep up with her. So well, I trust me, I've been there too. So when you said no top no subtitles, it's hard to understand. I totally understand you because that's what I did too. Uh, you may wonder why why didn't you watch a Chinese tutorial? Back then, you have to understand, if I watch a Chinese makeup tutorial, I have to figure out what is called what so I can go to a grocery store or a drugstore to buy that makeup stuff. I have no idea. Okay. So I watched her videos through the first one about how to do your eyebrow, how to do your um, eyeliner. Oh my god, my eyeliner scale sucks. Uh, so... Anyway, uh, then, you know, lipstick, then you have uh, like a contour and bronzer and you have blush and then something like that. I, I still can't figure out a lot of things. And you have eyeshadow palettes or something because because I had to watch English ones so I could be able to find those products at the drugstore and so I had to figure out by myself I listened to her videos watch her videos trying to write down everything she said there like this product and then sometimes she, she I think her early videos didn't really have you know labels but after that she her videos got fancier right so in the very beginning I was trying to say eyebrow pencil eyebrow pencil and then they have different colors eyeliner okay eyeliner and I need eyeshadow Okay, how stupid I was, let me tell you, I always thought, so if you buy good lipstick and it won't, the color won't uh, come off. Uh, so that was my default. I bought a lot of lipsticks, but when you talk, when you drink, when you eat, the color will come off. I said, maybe they're, they're not good lipsticks. But back then, I didn't have money, so I all bought those cheap stuff. Um, anyway, so that was my makeup learning journey and I started doing my own thing and I started doing makeup learned a lot and that's how YouTube opened my mind and I found there are a lot of good resources there you really don't need subtitles you have to trust yourself you can understand it's just it's just a matter of time right so it may take a little bit longer for you, time for you to understand uh, some of but the videos are much easier and then you will just understand that right away. Uh, don't don't think that you oh I need subtitles. That if that's your first reaction, then maybe maybe the level is not your level and maybe you should not watch this. But if you push yourself a little bit and then you get there and you say, Oh my god, I, I can't believe I can understand that. And then you will have the confidence. Once you have the confidence, and then your English is gonna jump to another level. All good things happen, right? So uh, that really inspired me. After that, uh, I started watching shows and listening to things without subtitles, without transcripts. So I was trying my best. And another funny thing that just reminded me of another funny thing is when I was still in uh, ESL school, and some of my friends were going to go back to their countries. And so we decided to go to... Uh, a movie so we all went to the movie and it was an action movie and I was so happy because that was my first time uh, seeing a movie uh, in another country so all excited and then we got there 
<laughs> and I just remember, huh, they don't have subtitles here, so nothing, right? I was just, so, uh, so what happened? Why, why he, he, I thought he died, but he did not die, so what's going on? Did I miss something? The whole experience of no subtitle seeing movie, okay, mind-blowing, mind-blowing, but now I don't have any problems just watching TVs or listening to a podcast, because when you figure that out, uh, when it comes to real-life listening, you're not listening to every for every single word. You're listening for main idea. So you're trying to get the information, not the vocabulary. That's a totally different thing. So once you kind of figure that out, so I'm trying to get the main idea, and then it's like all of a sudden you entered in heaven. Okay, so it's like that. Well, you you will know when when you when you have that moment. So that was another funny thing about uh, having subtitles or not having subtitles, uh, watching stuff. Uh, anyway, so that was quite an experience. And then I learned how to do makeup. Um, but now I don't because I'm staying at home. And the only thing I do is my eyebrow and my lipstick. And that's it because I'm trying to save some effort for video making. And that's my awkward story. Did I talk too much? I think I went over time again. Okay, anyway, so let's just stop right here. And I'm sure I have more stories to tell in the future. And if you're still here with me and you don't think I'm too annoying, and uh, just stay tuned and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care. Bye.